right. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Mick is back with us again today. What's up? And um, it is the Halloween season. It is October 5th. It is uh, the 5th of October. I feel like you should uh, be drinking some tequilas. Not tequila. What, what, what would be a uh, what would be a uh, Halloween drink? Oh, well, I don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't drink either, so I couldn't tell you. Pumpkin spice beer, Pumpkin I guess. Spice that's, beer. What oh, every, that's, what, that's what all that, <laughs> that's what everybody seems to be drinking. <laughs> oh man, I remember I remember uh, uh, working at uh, a restaurant oh. where Tina was, and they they go here, try this, and it's like it's pumpkin beer. I was like, nah, I pass. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Uh, blue tarantula tequila. Blue tarantula tequila. Is that is that that's the thing, right? I remember I remember something like that. I got really really drunk one night. It was one of the. One of the last times that I <laughs> drank. <laughs> oh, I, 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 God, I'm trying to remember. It's, it's been six years, six years since I had a drink. It's bad because I, mean, I know there's some people who know exactly the last day. I can tell you the last day I drank and how it was, but I cannot tell you what was the last day I drank. I can tell you the last time I got drunk, and that's the last time that I drunk but i still have like a a beer like once every six months or I, something like that but i haven't had a beer i haven't had anything yeah i went to my friend's wedding i quit drinking after that night though and uh <laughs> oh, it has, God, I, I think it's been over seven years because i didn't drink at his wedding i literally had the champagne in my hand and i poured it and i'm like you know congratulations congratulations and i was like and I set it down. I was like, so it, it it had to be, I think, over seven years ago. So it was probably just shy of eight years at this point. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I know people that know exactly when the day they stopped drinking was. I got a new hat the other day. I've told this story before. I, I quit drinking the last time I got drunk because the last time I got drunk, a chair kicked my ass twice. <laughs> One chair kicked my ass twice. Oh, what was it? Um one of my favorite things I talked to my buddy Josh when he was sick. He was he was in bad shape. He was a good guy, but um, <clears throat> I ran into him at a convention. His face was all bashed in. I was like, "Man, what am I?" He's oh meds. He goes, uh, "I got into a fight with the floor," <laughs> and I was like, "Never get into a fight with the floor." He goes, "Why is that?" Because the floor will never back down. It's already backed down. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go any further down. <laughs> That's 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 the bad thing about getting drunk is that you just don't care what you fight. You're just gonna fight it, mm. and you're gonna lose every time. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why I, I always tell Tina when we go out to concerts. We went to see uh, I went and seen uh, Brett Michaels, and uh, I'm sitting there enjoying the music, enjoying the day, and his drunk is in front of me, and he's just you know, and I'm like. Oh my god! And he keeps bumping into me, bumping into me, bumping into me, and I'm like, I looked at him. I was like, I gotta walk away from it. I'm gonna use the restroom. I'll be back. So I walked off, got a restroom. I took took a song, watched the song play from back in the distance, relaxed. I got up there, and I'm like, man, I was like, I get it. He's drunk. I was like, I want to just knock him out, but when they're drunk, they don't know why they got knocked out. All they do is the next wake up the next day, and you know, got a black eye or something. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right, now let's drinking stories and stuff like that. Um, Everyone knows what time of year it is. It's Halloween. This Halloween, make sure adults see you coming with shiny bright yellow Halloween safety bags from Pizza Hut and 28 WPTF TV. And be careful trick-or-treating this Halloween. Tell your parents where you're going and who's going with you. Before you go out, you can pick up a free Halloween safety bag. Come to any participating Pizza Hut restaurant and pick one up. The Halloween safety bag is free from your friends at Pizza Hut and WPTF TV. Last year, one of everyone's favorite candies appeared in a Halloween-sized pack. Skittles. And word spread quickly. Is this the house that gives Skittles? Um, as always, the tonight's episode. T- t- uh, okay, <laughs> tonight's episode. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, true horror stories, true scary stories. Per- yeah, personal, personal scary yeah, stories. Personal scary stories. Um, that, uh, you know, we had John on a couple weeks back uh, with uh, World Paranormal, um, and uh, Mick. It, it's inspired Mick to 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 look into some of your past uh, adventures. Yeah, there was. There was one story that John told about the the one guy where they they were doing a investigation and they were taking all these pictures and in all these pictures everybody was in focus in these pictures except for this one guy and this one guy had like this melted face like his face was just it was weird it was distorted or something like that and I had almost exactly the same experience back in 2009 went down to savannah to visit my parents and they took us on a ghost tour Mm -hmm. and the house that we went to actually if you look it up it's uh if you look up ghost hunters savannah Mm -hmm. it's the same house that ghost hunters did is uh uh, uh, there was supposedly like a slave girl that died in Mm -hmm. this house or something like that it's one of the most haunted houses in savannah a lot of paranormal activity that happens there well, me, my mom and dad, and now my now ex-wife uh, were there, and we had our camera, and our my, <coughs> the camera that I had never had malfunctioned at all, ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there taking pictures. I'm taking pictures of my mom and dad, and taking pictures of I'm just taking weird pictures, ceiling, you know, stuff like that. But I'm taking pictures of my wife, and every single picture of just my wife she her face was but everybody else in the background was perfectly crystal clear my mom was standing right next to her crystal clear everything else but every single picture of her her face it was just her face too like her body was crystal clear but her face was like it just looked like oh she's like distorted yeah like yeah yeah, exactly like like you know like a tool video yeah Yeah, exactly you know, and when when he said that, I was like, dude, I was driving down the road, and I and I got I got my phone in my pocket, and I got earphones on, and I'm looking at the radio because that's just you know you're used to yelling at the radio. I'm like, oh my god, that happened to me. <laughs> uh, see, that that's what's great about this show is is I get people who contact me and are like, D- D- I wanted to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I did. This, oh this, man, if if you were live and I was able to call in that night, I would have been on there saying, "Oh my God, I've had." To, to, I mean, because this that's what makes me think. Like, see, I'm half a skeptic. I want to believe that a lot of this stuff is true, 
I like to look and observe and try to debunk it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. find find a natural reason why there's that bump. You know, like boom, there's a bump. Oh, yeah. what was that? Oh, the freaking yeah. the the air conditioner. Yeah, you know, we got we got squirrels. Moved, yeah, whatever. Move the freaking broom, and the broom knocked up against the thing. You know, you can you can oh, yeah, yeah. you can debunk it yeah. and everything else. But I do. There's there's just so much, so many things out there that has happened and everything else, and and stories like that where it's kind of they kind of get like I don't know who John is. No, no, no. I've never met John. Yeah, I don't know what investigations he's ever done, but for some reason he has almost the same exact paranormal style story that I have personally yeah um well what's what's cool about that is is like i said this is one of the ones like i look into because like i said i am the skeptic of the group when it comes to tina and i tina is the believer i'm the skeptic i've been in in ghost hunting groups and i've always been the skeptic is you know the fact is you guys had two experiences not even remotely close to the same area not i don't i don't even know if it was close close to the same time um, but it worked, you, you know, it came out really close to the same exact same thing that happened. Um, I mean, what's funny, cause you were talking about the, 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 the haunting and, and all I can think of is, uh, the haunting in Connecticut too, ghosts of Georgia, the greatest movie, <laughs> the, the greatest sequel to a movie ever. Yeah, haunting might, in Connecticut that might be ghosts on, of Georgia. You know, that might uh, be arguable, yeah, but all right. <laughs> but no, I just love the whole fact it's ghosts, it's haunting in Connecticut ghost of georgia yeah. not same state not even in the same region there might be a connecticut there, georgia there, there's, there, there's they're, they're, they're east coast that's about as good as you get um you know years ago and and the thing is is that a lot of this footage that i have is is logged away lost to time uh you were talking about your stuff was on a computer that the computer gave up the ghost yeah i was trying to find the the pictures because my my <clears throat> ex-wife keeps everything no matter mm-hmm. what and she still has the pictures unfortunately they're on a laptop that has blue screen of death and all she's ever done with it she's never tried to she doesn't want to get rid of the laptop because someday she may want to do this stuff yeah where, to, to retrieve all this stuff but it's just in storage right now so yeah but mine is, is that we did we did um Oh, Jesus. I don't know how many years ago it was now. Vince wasn't even born. Um, we were at um, the crossing at Kirkwood Road um, and the train tracks that go north-south for, um, through Miami, Shelby County, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. And um, a lot of people died there. L- lots of people died. No, no, sorry. We were, we were, we went, well, that's where we started. We went up the road a little bit to where they used to call Dead Man's Curve. Okay. Uh, Dead Man's Curve is an S-shaped curve area um where the road comes in like this and and anybody watching the video will, will totally get what i'm saying but the people listening to this on the on the on the podcast will be like what the heck is he talking about just the the interesting imagine the, a dead man's curve yeah the train tracks <laughs> go straight through but the road s's over the train track that's and, a bad place and it was it was horrible it was horrible horrible place, horrible, horrible place. um i lived um eighth of a mile away from that curve growing up well not from growing up from uh about 88 to 94 i lived there and there was always wrecks there because now there now there's actual crossings they they straightened out the road so it's not s-shaped they cut down all the trees mm-hmm. because you couldn't see nothing until you were right up on it there's there's a reason for that it probably got sued or something like that for all the 
but a lot of people have died there over the yeah. years. My mom is standing there. Everybody's taking pictures and snapping off pictures and stuff. And my mom takes a picture, and literally there is a smoke shape standing in between all of us. The only person that caught it was my mom. It shows up in, I think, two pictures. Hmm. And that one is the one I have never been able to debunk because we thought, okay, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's paranormal because it was about this time of year. Um, so it's October, it's starting to get cool. Um, you know, you would get, even though it wasn't cold, cold, you would still get like steam, you know, um, so this, this, but we, we got that and there's literally, it's in the picture. Just a, just a, like a ghostly, just a steam, like a, is it in the shape of a, it's smoke and it's about the size of a person. Okay. Um, and it's, it's. You know, it's one of the ones where it's, it's, I've never been able to just prove it. Um, but then again, there's I've never, there's no been, detail to it. There's no detail okay. to it. You know, I, I, I believe it's just, we caught something that I don't say it's paranormal. I'm not saying it's not paranormal. I've never been able to disprove it. I've never been able to prove it. So and the, and the, uh, just again, questions because, you know, trying to debunk it or whatever is in the camera that was used have you did you use it afterwards yeah it's never, never done it again never done it again that's, it that's the thing about savannah is again that camera never malfunctioned on us never mm -hmm. gave us anything like that and then after that night even the whole rest of the vacation in savannah nothing else like that it was just in that house taking pictures of my wife mm -hmm. at the time it, it, it's it's pretty incredible i mean it's it's like i said i'm i can't Disprove that, but yeah, you get especially when it, it's electronics and stuff like this because this isn't film. Because uh, no one, no one shoots on film anymore. Yeah, this was a all digital, a digital. That's cam, what ours yeah. was. Early, and ours was an early digital yep. camera. So this is Jesus Christ. Um, 15, 16, 15, I don't know if it's been that long. Well, mine was two thousand and nine, and the camera was pretty brand new at the time so ours was probably 2000 let's say you say about 2007 2008 mm. um and it was probably roughly around the same time and it was probably the the camera that we had was a newer one uh because i i recorded on uh digital camera i recorded on video so we have high eight camcorder and uh <clears throat> and i had a hi8 i had a vhsc and i had like multiple cameras because i figured you know what we're going to get this stuff if we get it we got multiple cameras we had voice um recorders and stuff like that i never got the first thing on a voice recorder ever hmm. because voice recorders are you know notoriously bad at picking up stuff that they're not supposed to be picking up anyways <clears throat> but you know, you know, when it comes to like ghosts and stuff like that, I think for me, this time of year is uh, just more weird stuff, like weird, unsettling stuff. Um, I don't know if I've ever put this one on the podcast or not. Um, I might have like forever ago, and it, it might be an old one. Um, but when I was a kid, so this is probably 88, 89 maybe. Um, I was on my, uh, relative's 
farm. And me and my one cousin, we'd take off and uh, we'd ride the quad runner or the, the three-wheeler. We'd ride it all over back. This is north of Sydney. <clears throat> and uh, we're riding and uh, we find what was obviously had been like an access road or a driveway at one point. Because you could see the, everything was grown up real mm -hmm. heavy over it, but it was still... It was still kind of... You could yeah, see you still, you see where, where gravel it had been and, and stuff like that. So we're like, you know, taking off, we go down through there. And uh, there's a, a truck and a barn and a house. And the truck is all rusting out and stuff and it's just sitting there and his house is sitting there, there's grass grown way up. And, uh, there, I think maybe you told me this. Yeah. Is this, yeah, because we were talking about trucks or something like that. You said that you found, did you find a truck with the keys in it or something? No, we found the keys in the house. In the house, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. this is, this is, I remember, this, this, I remember been, a little bit of this. Thing. This has been a long time ago because <laughs> technically, kids, this is breaking and entering. Yeah. Um, but we, but nobody out, lived there. Like, no, no, yeah. no one, but we, no one had lived there because you could tell no one had lived there forever. Mm -hmm. And we go, we're looking in the windows and stuff like that. And, uh, we look in and everything is still dun, you, dun, dun. where everybody it looked like somebody just got up and left. Uh, but you could see where like raccoons had, had gotten in and, yeah. and dug holes in the walls and the ceilings were starting to rot and stuff like that. And we just searched it and we got in and we go in and you go into the kitchen and it's literally looks like a 1950s maybe era kitchen mm -hmm. you open up the cabinets there's still the remnants of cans still in there uh the you know the refrigerator was still there there was still you know had been food in there at one point um you you look and there was you know you open up the drawers there was still silverware and stuff um we started walking around the house and you can see what like the roof had caved in and part of it and uh you can see where like raccoons had got in and, mm -hmm. and but there were still beds that were made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was like for, like literally like someone just decided one day, ah, I don't want to live no. here anymore. <clears throat> just left with whatever they were carrying. <laughs> but here's the crazy part is is that I've been told this story for so long. I mean, shit, this is you know thirty some years now. Um, people go, I think I know where that's at, and the rumor is is that it was an older couple. They died, mm -hmm. like car wreck or something like that, and no one ever went back to the house. Like they're, and they're, that's the, hence the reason why you found the keys to the truck that was outside. Yeah, inside, like it was just literally like you could have taken if the truck was still running. Probably put a new battery in that freaking truck and just drive it off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that thing had probably been setting it. And at that point, it had probably been setting for twenty years, and we're just like. You know, we're, we're, and, and of course, we're like, man, we're, you know, we're kids. We're like, man, we should take something. And then it's like that whole thing. Of, oh, I don't want to take nothing. You know, screw that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. You're going to take that haunted item back home and the ghost is going <laughs> to follow you back. The thing is, though, is, is, is you don't realize how just unsettling it is to be in a house where it just looked like. They just, I mean, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, there was still pictures on the walls, you know, the ones that, you know, that, that's the sad part about it is some of the stuff had fell because the, the walls had mm -hmm. gotten wet and shit and damp and whatever they fell. And you'd walk around and, 
you'd open up the drawers and we're like, they're still closing them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this, in all honesty, it sounds like the beginning of a American Horror Story, you know, thing yeah. where like the people move into the house and then <laughs> and as it pans, someone's looking, and as it pans, it just kind of morphs into like 1960s, the same yeah. house, but it's a different, <laughs> different and, era. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> it, it was it was just the oddest thing. And, and we we would go back, and we never, like I said, we never took nothing. At least I never did. And we 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 went all through that house and stuff. You know, and it was just like, all of a sudden, you know, the summer ended and we just never went back. And I don't know if it ever got bulldozed over, if it got, just fell apart and people forgot about it or what. It's, it's, it's north of Sydney somewhere. Um, oh my God, I, I couldn't even tell you where it's at right now, but it, it's way out there. Um, but yeah, it's in the middle of the country. You, you, like I said, you was in the woods. There's a few years ago, it was you know, uh, east of Sydney, but, uh, you know, I, I used to drive my truck through there mm-hmm. and going through there, there was a barn over on, uh, basically the South side as I was headed West toward, towards Sydney. And, uh, there was a cab over like a mm-hmm. 1940s Chevy cab over that mm-hmm. was, you could just barely see it through the doors, but you could see it. So one, one day I was like, man, I'm going to go there and look at that, see what's going on with that. And, you know, try to see, because there's a house right across the road. And I was like, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, hit the house and knock on and see if it's for sale or not. And I went back with my friend, Steve at the time. And, uh, he and I started looking around and, you know, look at the cab over, go further into the barn. There's two, uh, Chevy Vegas, uh, no Corvairs, oh, Corvair. Corvairs, the ones with the engines <coughs> in the back or yeah. But they were so rotted, like it was just the body, the the it was just laying on the ground because the, all the suspension and everything had been rotten right, away for, yep. for so long and everything else. And it was kind of like what you said right there is that we go, we went over to the house to knock on the door to see if anybody was home. It was a fully furnished house. There was, there were, there was, uh, um, silverware on the table. There were there were plates on the table. It was fully furnished. You can just, just peering in. You can see the couch and everything else. Nobody lived there. We we did some investigation. We found some people down along the way. We asked them, you know, hey, who owns this house? Because we're interested in possibly buying this cab over. And they're like, oh, that's that's these people over here. So we went to this farmland that was way far away i mean it was mm-hmm. like five miles away from this house and we knocked on the door and the lady answered and we asked him i said you own this this place over here on this road you know with this uh like blue cab over and she was like oh yeah yeah that's that's our that's our place and we're like oh, okay is, is that for sale I'm like no nah, it's not for sale okay you know left but i mean they they owned it <laughs> but it was just it was just an abandoned house that i guess it, just not nobody's living in it. Either that or it was like, uh, you know, somebody's, they do the time capsule like their parents die or something. Again, I, we didn't ask. We just, we were basically looking at the, the cab over and everything else. But yeah, I mean, you know, there was just, it was, it was a treasure trove though. I mean, I think uh, he looked at, there was a barn that was locked, like a smaller barn that was locked. And he kind of shown his flashlight in there and like looked underneath the door. He said he saw like train, like model train trains and stuff like that like lionel trains from like the 1930s and stuff like that like yeah it was it was a huge treasure trove 
Yeah. And it's and sometimes it's just people don't know how to deal with death and stuff like that. And they're just like, nope, I'm done. And they walk away from it and they never go back. Uh, <clears throat> you get that? Just like, uh, you know, parents that, that lose a kid or something and they never go back in their kid's room. Yep. They never change the kid's room. They just leave it the same. Yeah. The same. And then they make horror movies about that. And, yeah. <laughs> so here, here we go. Oh, oh, yeah. By the way, if you're wondering where we're at now, um, my house is kind of a wreck right now because uh, my kids just moved out. And so I have tubs and boxes sitting everywhere. And so we're shooting at the shop. And this is just the back area of where we – the gaming room. Um, matter of fact, if you look back here, there's the, uh, don't the, look back here. yeah, there's, there, don't look back here. There's a, there's nothing behind that's the, storage, <laughs> the, the curtain. That's, Dude. Where, that's where stuff goes to die. Uh, not people, just electronics. And <laughs> I, I bet you there's a hundred video game, uh, controllers in there somewhere. <laughs> um, then none of them work, but you know, we, we, we were laughing about the, 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 the leaving stuff. Um, I had a guy who was, who he was, I wouldn't say a regular customer. He'd, he'd come in every couple months and stuff. Um, he cleaned out houses, uh, when they got, uh, repoed or, um, you know, they booted people out and he always bring me stuff. Like he brought me a box full of Nintendo and Super Nintendo games and some of them were dirty and like, you know, an inch of dirt on them. Um, and you know, I bought a lot of stuff off this guy. And he goes, hey, he goes, you guys, you buy weird stuff, right? I'm like, what's your definition of weird, man? I was like, because I think it's weird. <laughs> Some people may think it's creepy. I personally know he does buy weird stuff. Yes, I do buy weird you, shit. You've got a bear head. <laughs> oh, me. oh, by, by the way, by the way, by the way, Teddy Roosevelt is going to Brandon and Joe's house. Okay, cool. So, I, mean, I don't care he's, now. He's, he's going to... yours. Well, I know, but I, I told you I wouldn't get rid of What else have you bought? You bought oddities from me. And yeah, stuff I bought like the baby bought. coffin off of you. Oh, yeah, the baby coffin. Yeah. Where'd that go? Um, A friend of a friend. Literally, like, 1930s, it was like a coffin, like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it, was, it was pretty good size. It was about three it was like, foot. It was like a child's coffin. But, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, I, I asked somebody, and they, uh, um, he knew what it was. It was a show model that they used to uh, probably yeah. yeah. I mean the the they, the person that I got it from said that he got it from a place that used to be a uh, a funeral home or mm -hmm. something to that effect and yeah yeah it's a, it was a show model for um, to show you what the basic that because that was like the basic basic mm -hmm. yeah because it didn't have any <clears throat> any like fluffy stuff in there no it also had the slide around so you yeah, put the, and then yeah. you slide the window back up where instead of having the half the coffin the other half the coffin you'd put them in there and then you would just slide the so you could do your and then mm. slide it back and it was <laughs> screwed in um but okay we're, we're a little off topic here but no this guy comes in he goes hey guys man i got some i got some weird stuff he goes would you would be interested i'm like yeah 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 and he goes, I got this out of an abandoned house up past Sydney. And I'm like, okay. What is it with Sydney tonight? Well, well no. <laughs> well, he's saying up past Sydney. Hell, it could have been Botkins. Oh, it could yeah, have been, been Anna, anywhere, yeah. you know, wherever. And um, he brings me in this old Ouija board. Well, what uh, Ouija board? It was a talking board. So yeah, it was, yeah, it yes, was, yeah. uh, it was, it's completely different than the Ouija boards that, that you all see in the movies and whatnot. And I'm like, that's cool. And he goes, well, you want to see the other thing I got in there? And he brings in this box. This box is 
you know, it's three foot long, and he opens it up, and there's this creepy ass, stinky doll in it. Mm. And okay. kicks, this stuff got left <laughs> behind. Yeah, I'd leave that behind too. All right. And and I opened it up, and I'm like, I kind of wanted to keep it. But it had been sitting in his house for I don't know how long in like a back of a closet, so it's all moldy and mildewy, and it just stunk. You would end up with Robert the doll running and, around your freaking yeah. thing and everything else. Man. That's what I wanted, so I could sell it to be like, hey, this, I, I guarantee you, this is could, might not, maybe is not a haunted doll. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't like dolls at all. My mom made uh, she would take old porcelain dolls mm -hmm. and then paint the faces and put like upside down inverted crosses like it had put like vampire teeth on them but then still dress them up in the old style stuff and everything they're at the antique shop right now somehow i don't know how they ended up there at the antique shop in uh, kenmar yeah in, uh, downtown i went in there one day went down to the basement and there are my dolls my mom's dolls and i was like i can't even remember what I, oh we, we took them to goodwill that's what we did we took them to freaking goodwill and somehow some one of the sellers found them at goodwill and bought them and freaking brought them to the antique shop but um, hey. you uh you're talking about the talking board i got a got a personal ouija board oh yeah story yeah was, yeah for the for the folks if you want to hear it all right so i used to be a huge collector of all kinds of things toys you know freaking bikes all kinds of stuff and i also collected oddities and one of the oddities that i collected were old talking boards ouija boards from the 1940s like they mm -hmm. were all the the game ones but they they had really cool graphics mm -hmm. and stuff like that like you was the egyptian graphics some said ouija is w-e-e-g-e-e -E -E -E. you know like it was just really you know cool and everything so i had i had probably about i ended up with two of them 10 yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i got i got like i got like eight i had about them. 10 of them all together and i used to have them on the walls like i used to put them on the walls and then when i was doing my display for them i mean you can't just put the planchettes on the walls because they're not flat and yeah everything else so i was trying to figure out a way to display the planchettes so i Put one of my, I had a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Ouija mm -hmm. board, which actually my ex still has because that was her, like, I bought it for her. So I put that on, on a shelf and the shelf was, it was a bookshelf and the shelf that I put them on was only about, it was a second shelf. So it was only about maybe three feet off the ground. And that, that's, that comes into play here. Okay. So, <laughs> and then I, I put the planchettes, I put one down and then one next to it a little bit cockeyed. So it kind of made like a half sun or, mm -hmm. or, you know, that kind of a thing. And I just spread them out like that. And I had like one, two, <clears throat> three, four, five, six of them. I don't remember exactly how many, but, you know, let's just say, you know, for that I had like six of them just kind of spread out into like a half circle as a, as a display. It looked really freaking cool. Now, another thing that comes into play, the one on the end, on the right side, it had a broken foot. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it, it was, it was just kind of leaning. It wasn't, it wasn't like all the other ones that had all their feet and everything. So it was kind of leaning. Now, I set this up. I go to bed. I wake up at about two o'clock in the morning and I got to take a piss. So I get up. And I got to walk through my little toy room to go to the bathroom. I walk into my toy room, turn on the light, 
as I'm walking to the bathroom, I look over at the, the display and the one with the broken foot is on top. Like not fully on top, but the broken part of the foot is on top of one of the other planchets. Dude, that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> because I'm sitting there looking at something and I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Because that 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 would take some force. That would take, you know, that's not that just... That takes you going... That's not just something like being pushed over. That's something literally being... Because it had to lift up, pushed over, and then set down on top of the other planchet. And I'm like, whoa. So I, I revert to my my normal response. And my normal response is I literally look around and I'm like, hey, I don't know if you're real. I don't care if you're real. I tell you what, you're going to stop that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will respect you if you respect me. And this isn't respecting me. Like I would literally yell this out because... I feel that if you just lay down the law for these ghosts, <laughs> that they'll be like, oh, this guy ain't messing around. And I literally said at the end of it, I was like, and if I see this shit again, I'm going to call a priest and we're going to have an exorcism. So I put it all back. And then I went into debunking mode mm -hmm. after that. I took a piss and freaking went into debunking mode. I'm like, what the hell could have done this? And I'm looking all around, and I'm like, I can't figure this out. And then I look over, and underneath the, like, another bookshelf, there's my cat. I had a cat, and my cat was very mischievous. Now, can I absolutely positively prove that it was a ghost? No. Can I absolutely positively prove that it was my cat? No. But... Logic dictates that it was, it was the, the cat, cat. <laughs> and not a ghost because it never happened again. That's kind of weird, though, because you would think my cat would still want to play with the with the planchettes. But I don't know. It was it was the first night. Maybe the cat was curious. Played with it and was like, eh, played then. with it and was like, yeah, not, not so fun and walked away. <laughs> I don't know. But my house... The house that I used to live in, the farmhouse, there's 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 a couple little weird things. First off, we did a uh, uh, what's that? The electromagnetic EMP. We did it. We did an EMP on it and got really weird <coughs> readings. You get close to the ground, and the EMP is off the freaking charts. Like I mean, it's just weird. You go up above you. And it's wee right where we're at, like standing level, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. I'm not sure if that has again. There's there's a lot of science and, and yeah, it's, studies it's... about EMP and the effects on the human body and everything else and stuff like that. But my house, so I've witnessed this part of it, and my ex-wife witnessed other parts of this, but. The part that I witnessed is every once in a while I would walk into a room and you would see the the uh, doorknobs kind of moving back and forth. They're just not sure. Possibly could be mice. Could be cats. Because too. 
the one that the one that I definitely saw. No, it wasn't a cat because the cat was that was in another room at the time that I walked in because the door that it was was a was the closet. Okay. So, but if so, it would kind of turn and do all that stuff. And when I did my investigation on it, inside the closet wasn't finished, and it, there was some cracks along the door jam. Mm-hmm. Could it have been a mouse? Possibly. I mean, there was mouse droppings up on the top and stuff like that, so mice could crawl up and, and mm-hmm. do that. I never saw a mouse though, like when it was doing that. Now, my wife at the, again at the time, she was adamant that that <clears throat> doorknob would do that all the time when I was out on the road and stuff like that. Like she was actually pretty scared, and she would also hear old timey baseball games. Like coming through a radio, that, that that's what it sounded like. So mm-hmm. it was literally like, oh, now here we go, the Boston Red Sox, and Babe Ruth, and it's and and you would hear the stat, like she would hear the static, and it mm-hmm. sounded like it was coming from an old radio. And I'm like, well, that's really freaky. I don't know, like I never experienced that. Yeah. I never experienced anything like that. I can tell you that that the old lady that I know of, nobody died in, in the house. I can tell you that the old lady that that died, and then my parents bought, she died in the hospital. And the only weird thing about the house that is verifiable is that she built the upstairs so Jesus could love with, come live. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, she was really, really religious, and and, uh, the farmhouse was a one-story farmhouse Mm -hmm. for a long time, and at some point, when she was living there, she decided that she was going to build an upstairs so Jesus could come live with her. You know, there was probably a radio actually plugged in somewhere in a wall or something, and just left there for... (laughs) No, there's no way, because I would have heard it or something like that, like, like, how, how does that even... I, I mean, a, a radio lasting that long for one thing inside of a wall being plugged in, You'd playing all the surprised. time, playing playing stuff that's talking about well, Babe Ruth. No, I know that. But, <laughs> um, what's funny is uh, that house is still out there. Was that that's the one in Lockington, right? Yeah, that's a, my my cousin actually lives out there now. She she bought the house for my parents, so <laughs> she lives out there and. Just so you know, she has said so far, at least the last time that I asked her, that she hasn't experienced anything. So. Hi, I'm a Boglin. Me and my buddies want to be your friend, right, guys? Right. right. Call us at 1-900-909-5464 and hear how we can protect you from ferocious beasts. And help you teach your grade your math test. Yeah, a new story every day. One call gets you a 3D Boglin hologram like this. Four calls get you a set of six. Trade them with your buddies. And part of your $2.35 two-minute call goes to Special Olympics. So get your parents' permission and call us at 1-900-909-5464. Don't get the phone. I said get it, not eat it. There's goblins, there's ghouls, there's pirates about. Halloween's coming, the trick-or-treaters are out. But look at that witch on Halloween night. She's the first one with a blinking pumpkin light. Pumpkin light flashes so everyone knows she is near. Pumpkin light makes Halloween safer and scarier this year. And pumpkin light's safer for a spooky pumpkin too. Just pop it right in and watch your pumpkin go boo. Pumpkin light is available at Osco, Purity Supreme, Spags, and Leewards. 
now I got, I got to get off the ghost topic here because we talked about this earlier today. Um, me and my buddy Tom, Senator Tom passed away a few years back. Um, we were sitting there talking one day and we were bullshitting. And uh, I want to say like Monster Quest was on the History Channel. And they were talking about the grass, the Ohio grass man. Mm -hmm. And he looks at me and he goes, Man, when I was like 11 years old, I was fishing on the river here in Piqua. And he goes, I'm fishing and I hear something. And he goes, I look over and there's this hairy man. Looks like a little a hairy man in the bushes, like next to me, like drinking water out of the river and stuff. And he goes, scared the hell out of me. I ran off and and I'm like, and I'm just sitting there because it's literally out of the blue, just mm -hmm. watching this. He's telling me a story. And I'm like, what? I was like, because, man, when I was a kid, I was, I don't know, 12, 13. I still lived here in Pickle at the time. Um, we used to go fishing on the river because I lived on Riverside. We'd go through the woods and we'd fish back on the river. Mm -hmm. I'd go back there by myself all the time. And I'm fishing, and I see this guy, I assume it was a guy, long, matty hair, shit, dirty looking and stuff like that. And he comes out, and he's, like, sitting there, like, he, Drinking water, looking around, he sees me, and bolts back into the woods. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't even know what a grass man, the how a grass man mm -hmm. was. Never heard of it before. You know, I was, I was big into Bigfoot and Yeti and stuff like that when I was a kid. Never sure, heard of sure it wasn't Harold. You ever know who Harold Yeah, oh, Buckets. I don't know what his last yeah. name was. No, 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 no. They called him Buckets because he okay. walked around with the buckets. Yeah, Harold, Harold was the the, the, the pick, pickles homeless yeah, <laughs> guy for the longest time. He lived under the bridge. <laughs> he lived under the bridge not far from. Then he ended up living in the in one of the old buildings downtown. Um, I got a story about that too. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I never thought nothing about it. And then years later, I moved up into Sydney. Well, I was still on the same river, not far from the same river. I used to fish the same river. And so this is, I might have been about 15, 16, because when you turn 16, you got to get a fishing license or whatever. So I fished up until I had to get a fishing license. And yet again, I see almost the exact same thing. This, In a different, different spot. Yeah, yeah, like 10 miles up the road. And I'm like, it comes out of the, comes out of the, the bush. It seemed like plant, getting in the water and then kind of look around then getting in order and looking around and next thing you know, back into the woods. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, I got a friend telling me this and he's, Tom was my uncle's age. So that probably puts him about 14 years older than me. <clears throat> so he saw this when he was like, you know, 11, 12 years old. So I wasn't even born yet. And so... That many years later, I see almost exactly what he saw. And then a few years later, I saw it again. And um, I end up talking to uh, um, Ken Gerhard. He's on he's on History Channel a lot. He's a, he's a, a cryptozoologist and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, me and him started talking online a few years, years ago. Um, and we started talking because it started out, I, I thought I saw a Thunderbird. Around this time of the year, um, I worked in Lima. And uh, driving up 20, 75, and I'm driving along, driving along. I thought it was a Halloween decoration. Because there, there is the remnants of a, uh, like, road sign. Big, you know, billboard. Mm -hmm. And there's this big bird sitting on top of this pole. And I'm like, man, somebody put a big-ass fucking fake bird over there. <laughs> and then I see the son of a bitch looking around, doing this shit. And he goes, 
and its wingspan sticks out. It shakes its wings and then folds them back in. And that wingspan looked like it had to be eight fucking feet long. I mean, because it's you're driving down the road. I get perception isn't the greatest while you're driving and stuff like that. But goddamn, the thing had to be, because you saw it on top of the pole. So I'm guessing it had to be at least three foot tall. Buzzards, what? 18 inches, two foot? Yeah. I mean, buzzards, I mean they get big. I mean, yeah. They get big. But, I mean, this thing was twice the size of a normal buzzard. And But that's I, got, I started talking to Ken about that. And then I started talking to Ken about seeing the grass man. So I was like, man, I was like, I told him the story. I told him about Tom. And he's like, yeah. He goes, that's that's what descriptions of the grass man fit. And I'm like, I was like, I'm not lying. Because when I saw I was like, yeah, I like cryptozoology. I didn't know what cryptozoology was when I was like yeah. 11, 12. Because that wasn't a thing yet. Um, you know, because all I knew back then was Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. And that's all you knew. Occasionally Thunderbird, if you watched uh, um, uh, uh, In Search Of. You're a skeptic of, like, ghosts and stuff. Are you Are you in the same boat with cryptics? Or... Cryptids? I, 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 I am 50-50 on cryptids. Okay. I don't believe Loch Ness Monster's real. There's just not enough food in, the, in, in that lake. I believe it's a, just a sturgeon. I believe it's just misinterpreting of, yeah. of, of African. I didn't explain this. I, I explained it to you. Is I'm 50-50. Like, I kind I want to believe in ghosts. I think 90% of everything that I see on TV and, and, oh, yeah. and YouTube and stuff like that is bull crap because it, it's very easy to debunk stuff and look at stuff and be well, like, yeah, that's fake. It's so easy to fake there, stuff now. But, yeah, but there are some really... Like again, personal experiences that I've had that there that I can explain most things, but there's a few of them that I can't explain. Uh, when it comes to cryptics, though, I'm sorry, dude. Did you do you did you heard that they found um, you know like a whole new species of chimpanzees back you know in, yeah. was that back in the 90s or whatever? They're mm -hmm. human size, you know th that was in the thing. But did you hear that they found a new species of whale? Down in like a Baja, California. Uh, vaguely. For, for years, they've been recording these whale sounds. And they're like, these whale sounds sound weird. Like, we know that they're whales, but they're not like normal whale mm -hmm. sounds. And for years, they were trying to figure this out and everything else. And finally, this was just like last year or a year before, like two years ago or something like that. Someone finally got video of it as a whole new species of whale. That yeah, never been, never been filmed, never knew about it. Now, do I believe that they're all, you know, like Orang Pandag? I just think that's, uh, I believe that's a, a, a type of uh, like orangutan that we don't know about. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that, you know, yes, people go, oh, it's, it's misinterpretation. I'm like, yeah, I believe most of it is misinterpretation. But, you know, you can think, well, you know, that a, you hear galloping hoofs on a, on you know coming towards you, yes, ninety nine percent of the time that shit's going to be a horse coming at you. Every once in a while, that shit's going to be a zebra. You know, it's going to be something you ain't seen before. But yeah, and it's it's going to be, you know, this world's big. We keep finding new shit all the time. And and do I believe that they're fucking mystical? Fucking you know, they travel in and out of our dimension. No, and and. Do I think they're solitary? Yeah, probably. I think that they what they do is they, they stay in a family group just long enough for the 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 uh, um, children to become self reliant, and then they go off into their own. 
then they find when it's time to make another one, they, that's why there's not that many of them. Yeah, like once uh, in, in, a, in a span of a lifetime for a human, that whole family might make one child or something. Yeah, yeah, if that, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, do I think they're territorial? Yeah. I think that, 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 but I think they're territorial, but because I think there might be like, you know, two, three, four, five of them in a massively big area. Mm -hmm. And that's why they keep everything out, you know, because it's only a handful of them. That's, you know, when they're, when you're fighting for food, you don't want to overpopulate. So, and, you know, most, uh, you know, there's, we all know there's gorillas. There's not a lot of them. Yep. So. And they're, and they're concentrated into like basically one little section of the world too. Yeah. And, uh, we, we get a lot of, um, you know, you know, I'm, I don't believe the Megalodon is still real. I think that's, I think we got, I, I think we absolutely have big ass sharks out there, but you know, fish are fish, fish get as big as their environment lets them but the only other problem about getting big is is that you become a bigger target mm -hmm. so i think yeah do i think there's big grass great whites out there yes there's big do i think there's megalodons no because mm -hmm. fucking nothing would be safe on the ocean if there was megalodons because yeah. <laughs> everything would be food but, um but uh, you know again the, the giant squid you know, back in the 17, 1800s, people would depict a giant squid and... and, and the giant and, octopuses and shit like that? Well, yeah, yeah but they, they, they literally, for the longest time, said that, oh, that's just a myth, it's mm -hmm. serpent stories and stuff like that. And now we've got giant squids. And we got colossal squids. Too. Yeah, they're freaking, they're freaking 200 feet long. They're freaking huge. Are they big enough to take down a ship? Yeah, no, but again, you, you look at the stories, okay, this is the fear of, of man who tells these stories, and they're like, oh, yes, I saw a giant squid one time, and he probably saw a giant squid up against a sperm whale, and was like, holy shit, there's a giant squid up against a squirt sperm whale? This motherfucker gonna take down a down a freaking whole ship, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, okay, well, it's like, you know, manatees, everybody thought fucking manatees were fucking mermaids, mermaids. Yeah. Yeah. you know? I could see like sea lions and shit like that being mistaken for, you know, but a lot of these sailors are drunk. Oh yeah. Well, well <laughs> you know, because, you know, beer goggles, man, they like to make everything well, it's look because better. You either a, you, you, you drink the nasty ass water and you use uh, alcohol and, to cover up the shit taste of barreled water mm -hmm. on the ocean. It also helped with, you know, uh, uh, scurvy, scurvy. And, scurvy and, that's why they would always stuff, eat oranges yeah. and limes and lemon yeah. shit. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, do I discount all of them? No. Um, do I think that the, the I, like, I believe in the chupacabra, but I don't believe in the chupacabra, the little goat sucking, little, do I believe in the weird mangy looking dog one? Yes. Yeah, they got actual they, video they, of that. They've <laughs> got video of them and they've caught them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, they're what, what their whole claim is that they're uh, coyotes with the mange. Well, actually, but I think what they did—they actually because they caught one, they got DNA evidence of it. It, it was an—it was just an actual, it was a domesticated dog. But it was—it was a domesticated dog that had like some really bad skin condition. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't think that they're anything mystical about them or anything like that. I just think they're—they're they're, uh, sick animals for the most part. Okay, so question now because I want to get into this story. What about skinwalkers? <sighs> You want me to tell my story? Well, hold on a second. Skinwalkers. Yes and no. 
werewolves. Like, as werewolves yeah. and were creatures, no. I don't think a man puts on a uh, um, the skin of a wolf and uh, becomes a wolf. I think a man puts on the skin of a wolf and then kills people pretending to be. Okay, kind of like a berserker. Uh, yeah, like the berserker, yeah. 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 Um, I think that the, 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 the um, shamans are the, the, not the shamans, but the people who claim to be skinwalkers in, in Indian legends and stuff like that, I think that they would... Uh, Don animal furs and shit like that. They'd probably do peyote or whatever, and they would go and they would fulfill. This is self fulfilling. What's the way called self fulfilling prophecy? If you want a monster, yeah, they you, they go into a trance and they start act, kind of acting yeah, like animals yeah. and and they kind of emulate what a yeah, wolf, exactly you know does and everything else exactly. Okay, so I think I told you this story one time, and I think I because I, I it's so vivid in my head. I think we pulled it up on Google Maps and I showed you the intersection where mm-hmm. it was at. So yeah, for the people those. out there, um, I'm not going to remember what the intersection is and everything else, but I was over on the east side of Columbus headed south and it was, I, I can't remember if it was north or south of <clears throat> Heath, Ohio. Um, but I was on this road that went north and south that went right through the downtown area of, of uh, Heath, Ohio. And I was, it was in the country, so I can't remember. Was it actually in Heath, Ohio? It was north or south of it. I can't remember that. But uh, I was, uh, I came up to this stop sign, and it was two, it was the road that I was on and like some sort of state route that I was on. And it kind of went up a little bit, and then after you went over to the intersection, it went down a little hill. And as I stopped at the stop sign, (coughs) the, the only thing I can explain this as is that a German Shepherd and a Great Dane had a baby, and this thing was the it, it looked like a German Shepherd. It was the size of a Great Dane or bigger. I can't get any more into that. I don't you know like. Great Danes to me are huge. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, they're, they're, they're just, they, they stand when they when they so stand this, on high laser. Over this thing long. that looked like a, a German Shepherd kind of jumped over this fence at, with ease. Mm-hmm. Went across the road that I was on, and then easily didn't even look like it jumped. Just kind of <laughs> walked walk over down. another fence, and that fence. I mean, if I were to stand next to it, would have been up to my chest. Yeah, and this thing was not like it was. It was menacing looking. Like this thing, you could. It was really, really skinny, like almost emancipated or whatever Mm. you want to call it. Emaciated, emaciated. and you could see its ribs and everything. And I, I literally said, I was like, "Holy shit, that's a big, that's a big fucking dog." (laughs) And then I drove across after it after it crossed over. I drove across, and I saw it. And it didn't stand up on its legs or anything, but it did turn back, and you saw the glow, like the, the, the eye, eye flash. Shine, yeah. yeah, the eye shine. There you go, the eye shine. And it was like red eye shine. And, dude, that freaked me. To, I just kept on going. But I always remember that because I was like, I don't think I misremember it, but yeah. I have, if there was anything like a werewolf out there, that was it. Now, what's funny is, is that we, we had this discussion a while back on, on um, you know, how you remember, because there's always what, there's 
the your side story, their side story, and the truth. Because you remember it, you know, it's like shit that scared the hell out of you when you were a kid. You look at it and go, and then you look at it and go, man, why the hell did that scare me? You know, because you got to look at it, but man, when you were a kid, you know, the neighbor's dog or whatever, that shit was, you know, stood five foot tall at the, at its, at its, you know, and, and weighed 300 pounds. Oh yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's, it's called, what is it, uh, perceived gigantism? Or yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like because we, we, yeah. we look at things, we think they're a lot bigger, um, you know, that's like, there was one day cutting through, uh, um, over here in, uh, Candlewood, there was a crow eating something dead in the middle of the road. And I was like, man, that's a big-ass crow. And my brain's like, ah, it can't be that damn big. It's just optical illusion, you know? And I get up on her, and the damn thing just kind of hops out and looks at me as I drive by, like, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and that thing was goddamn fucking that big, and it was a crow. It was, it's ever bit that that fat. And uh, no fear of man, no nothing. But yeah, yeah, you, you, you look at stuff, and you think, oh, man, I think it's huge. But it's your, especially at night, your brain will play tricks on you and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, because especially if, you know, hell, it could have been, you know, a mixed breed dog. It could have been yeah. a, a. And again, this was at like, I don't know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. It was late. It was mm -hmm. late at night. Uh, I didn't think I was tired because, again, I just, I just, re I remember stuff like this pretty vividly. Mm hmm. Yeah, and again, you know, my my memory could be skewed a little bit, mm -hmm. but the fact that I do remember saying, "Jesus Christ, that's a big fucking dog," you know, like oh yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, you talk about remember stuff, but yeah, that's that's there, there's there's definitely stuff out there that you know, whether it's I wouldn't say man made, but fucked up nature causing things to you know, Great Dane. Breeds with a German Shepherd, breeds with a Coyote, breeds with a... I kind of want to see what that looks like. <laughs> I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, there's a... <laughs> well, well, that's like, okay. Um, I didn't realize up until recently, I never heard of like uh, sleep paralysis or old hag syndrome or any of that stuff. Um, and then I watched the documentary on it and I'm like, oh shit, okay. I had that when I was a kid, you know? And it's when you remember stuff... You know, you remember seeing it, but, you know, that's because your brain is both awake and asleep at the same time. No. Would you look up Great Dane? Yeah, Great Dane. Uh, look up Great Dane Coyote. I know that's stupid, but you might look that up. But um, I, I was sitting there, I was like, man, I was like, I, I had that happen to me as a kid. And to this day, I can tell you exactly what the thing, the old hag was that was in my room. I can tell you exactly what it looked like. But, you know. That, that doesn't look like that. Yeah. You know what? I mean, looking at the size of this one right here, man, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big freaking looking German Shepherd. Oh, yeah. And the fucking wolfhounds. Yep. I mean, again, I'm going to... Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at that camera. Look at the camera on the other thing, yeah. So, that right there, I would say is close to the freaking size, except the only difference is, is this thing is well-fed, and the thing that I saw was really skinny. 
like <laughs> super freaking skinny where you could see it's like whole rib cage and everything. But oh, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it was fucking huge. And this was Heath, Ohio, like near Heath, Ohio. There's not wolves, right? I mean, it could have been a emaciated wolf. Couldn't be, shouldn't be wolves up here, but you never know because people buy wolves as, as pets. They get them at uh, those uh, swap mm -hmm. meets and stuff like that, and then mm -hmm. they uh, they get too big and they just let them loose. Well, my my parent my parents <clears throat> got a uh, Doberman, and it's a female Doberman, and this dog weighs one hundred and fifteen pounds oh, as a female as a female Doberman. Like I can do when we had Dobermans back when I was a kid, it was like maybe 60, 50 pounds. Like yeah, it's sixty. This is a hundred. Yeah, this is a hundred and fifteen pound dude. The last time they took him, took her to the uh, vet, they said, "Okay, put her on rations." Mm -hmm. Okay, so my mom started putting on rations to help her lose weight. Took her back to the vet. She gained, gained five pounds. <laughs> this is like. Clifford the Red Dog. <laughs> this dog just keeps on growing. Well, what's funny when you talk about dogs, my wife's dog, that damn dog does not run like a dog. That dog runs like a deer. Mm -hmm. It's And it bounces and hops. And that dog, if it... You if it, think of it? If it, if it wanted <laughs> over the fence, the dog would just jump over the fence, but it won't jump over the fence. That dog will jump straight up, and it will be this high. Our fence is only this high. And that dog will just jump straight up, and, and it won't go over the fence. But it'll, it'll freak people out, though. Okay, so. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Yes. When I was, uh, when I was a kid, okay. I, uh, I, like I said, I was sitting there, um, I watched that documentary, and I was like, man, I did that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I remember it vividly. And I could tell you exactly what the, the, the old hag looked like and everything. Exactly, right? Yes. yes. That right? Why? Why? Okay. Have they figured that out? Because they, they're all scientific about it. They're yeah. like, oh, no, that's just a normal thing. It's sleep paralysis. It's not a ghost. You know, because people are like, like, they sit there and say, oh, I've had a paranormal experience. I've been held down by an old woman before. Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. I see this old woman in front of me and everything else. And then they say, no, no, it's just sleep paralysis. Well, how do you explain the old woman? Yeah, see, mine is that that they say it's because your brain is both awake and asleep at the same time, and you're you're awake, you're awake, you're acknowledging your your and your brain, your body's still in the sleep mode, so your body doesn't want to like try to get up because your body still thinks it's asleep. I don't know, man. Like, and so your brain fills in the space of somebody holding you down. Because you want to get up, but your body, that that part of everything hasn't, you know, it's it's slowly doing this, and then until it finally locks into place and then turns over, and that's when you get like, oh, okay, what the hell, you know? Because that's you're you're awake, and you're asleep, and this is your body slowly coming together. Well, your body is trying to get up. Your brain is telling your body to get up. But your body still thinks it's asleep because that part of the brain is still asleep, and so. Your brain fills in the fact that you can't get up by somebody holding you down. Okay, so it's just a subconscious thing. It's supposedly it's... a subconscious thing. But my problem is, is, and this is one thing I always have an issue with, is it's is not everybody's hag looks the same. Sometimes it's a shadow man. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, just another person. 
and stuff like that, but it's always somebody holding you down or like, you know, whatever, not making a noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I can tell you exactly, to this day, I was, I don't know, I was still living here in Piquas as a kid, so 11, 12, 13 years old, I can tell you, and, and, and I get part of it was, uh, my parents are going through a divorce, there was a lot of stress in the, in the family then, and shit like that. I get that. You know, and that's that plays part into it. How many times has it has it happened? Just the once, but, Just I remember, once but I can remember it plays day. It, it's happened to me three times in my entire life. First time was I was in high school. I, was in, <coughs> I went to military school down mm-hmm. in Virginia, and I was taking a nap. It was middle of the day, and I was taking a nap. It was like on a Saturday or something like that, and I was under the covers, and I woke up, and it literally like it. it I it, again, yeah, my, my brain it felt like someone just what were you just. Doing? Literally, yeah. like, as soon as I was about to get up, push me back down and put their hand over my mouth. To the effect that, at least in my brain, is I yelled out. Mm-hmm. I literally yelled out, what the fuck? And that's what it sounded like. It sounded like someone was doing that to me. Mm-hmm. And with their hand, like, it, I could still, it gives me shivers right now. Just freaking, you know, thinking about this right here, someone's hand over my mouth. That's why it sounded. And I yelled out, you know, basically, what the fuck, you know, and I, and I said, get off of me, get off of me. And as soon as I said that, I mean, it was, it was gone. Mm-hmm. And freaking that first time I jumped out of bed because, you know, I did it. And I was like, looking around, like, what the hell was that? And then I looked back at my bed and I mean, it was like perfectly made. Like it wasn't like made, yeah. made, but the blanket, I don't, again, it could happen. I don't know how it can happen because I was under the covers and when I jumped up, I literally flung everything up. And then when I looked back over to bed, it looked like it had laid back down perfect. Yeah, or what it what could have been was you were just sleeping on top of the covers and your brain, like I said, was still dreaming. And you thought you were still under the covers. It's like that when you have that waking dreams, when you think you're awake, but you... I guess so, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can't... But no, I'm just trying to... I'm being on both both parts of this, but... Again, but this was back in high school. I had no idea what sleep paralysis was. Oh, I didn't was. know either. I had no idea what the old hag was. I had no idea. And at that time, I didn't see an old woman. That time. Mm-hmm. I didn't see an old woman or anything else. But I had no idea what any of this stuff was. And what did they call it before they called it a sleep paralysis? It was... It was something else. It was something paranormal, right? It was... Well, you had waking nightmares, which was where you're awake and, and you would have the nightmares and that's when people did the... Ah! Yeah. You know, and come up out of shit. And I can't remember, but... The, so, the, the second time it happened, I was in the truck and I was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. Like, for years, it never happened again. But then I was a tru- in, a, uh, in the truck as a truck driver and I was in the bed and I w- woke up and the same damn thing. I was like, it was like someone, but I could feel like, I could feel the knees like next to me. Like they were on top of me with their, with their knees over on my side. So like yeah. right here or whatever. And they were pushing down on me. And again, hand over the freaking thing. And this time I saw a face and it was an old, like an old woman. It's fucking, that is seriously, that your brain is going to do that to you. I don't want to get, get this brain out of here. Just go ahead and do some brain Your, your, your brain, your brain will, will fuck with you is what it will do, man. And then the last time, actually, it happened uh, here just recently. 
And this one wasn't that bad, though, because this time, I mean, I woke up and I couldn't move. And I just yelled out, get the fuck off me. And, and it just, whatever it was, let go. Yeah, see, know? me, um, I was laying and in I my bed. The, the last time I didn't see an old woman. I only saw the old woman once. And I wouldn't say it was even an old woman. I'm laying in her bed. And I wake up. And there's somebody floating over my bed. And you like, can't. That's like a Ghostbuster shit. You, you, it was a hooded, <laughs> uh, like a hooded shawl type thing. You couldn't see the face. Had, for lack of a better term, moth's wings sticking out of his back. Like, really? like, 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 a, uh, uh, like a, you know. But they were all kind of tattered. And everything was in gray. Everything was gray. Hmm. And. I remember trying to scream and nothing coming out and, you know, panic starts setting in. You're trying to get up. You're trying to run. You're trying to do nothing. And it's just sitting there like, like, like this over top of you. And you're just like, you start to like, and then I, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, everything's gone. I'm like, ah, you know, um, it seems like so for for me at least, it seemed like screaming out "Get the fuck off me!" or, or yeah. screaming like it got your brain. Yeah, see, my or something was, like that. Because, I remember not even being able to scream. I remember yeah. like, and you know, like nothing came out. See, me, I mean, it was, it was hard to again. Like I said, I was yeah. scream, but it was sound muffled. It was sound yeah. like someone was putting their freaking hand over their mouth. No, now, now I have I have weird weird ass dream. Um, I had a dream, and it kept popping up here and there. Uh, um, I was being hunted by uh, evil dolls, but I was being proactive about it and trying to destroy them. But before I could destroy them, I'd wake up. So I'd, like, get one pinned in, like, the corner of a room, and I'd, like, beating it with a chair or something. Mm -hmm. And before I could break it or anything, I'd wake mm -hmm. up. Um, my whole problem is right now, um, I wake up not knowing where I'm at. Like badly, really? Yeah, I'll be laying there in my own bed or on the couch downstairs. Yeah. Still, like recently, and I'll wake up and I'm like, I'm like, where the fuck am? I? And then it takes a full like, it feels like forever. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm home, you know. And I'm like, okay, and I'll settle down. And and I get recently because we did move, we're moving upstairs, so I've been sleeping up up in our, okay. in Brandon's old room. And so I went from being in the middle bedroom on the on the on the main floor to the the bedroom yeah. and the upstairs. But even even if I fall asleep on the couch downstairs, um, and it was bad when I lived in Troy. I mean, I get like one of the last times it happened in Troy is because we were moving to Piqua, and I woke up and literally our house was almost completely empty. I was like getting towards the end where I was loading up everything every day and driving to Piqua, and I have I I was and it started I don't know like five years ago, like real bad, and I I, I wake up and I don't know where I'm at. I, for me, I, that's happened to me a lot, but only when I was a truck driver. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, again, I am a truck driver. Yeah. But when I was over the you road. You were over road, yeah. So every night I was in a different state. I was in a different city. Mm -hmm. I was doing all kinds of stuff. So I would wake up and it would take me like a few minutes. I'd be like, what do I need to do today? Kind of a thing. Like, where am I at? Where, where am I making my delivery? Um, but that hasn't happened in forever. Now, my dreams are a little bit different than yours. Last dream I had that I remember was I was best friends with Ryan Reynolds. He and I were in college and we 
didn't like the Dean, so we decided to steal the Dean's Lamborghini. So Van Wilder too. So, but the, the, the Dean's Lamborghini didn't have any seats in it. So me and Ryan Reynolds hot rod or hot wired this uh, Lamborghini, and we're laying down in the Lamborghini driving, and all we see are the stars in the sky. And all I can remember is right before I woke up, Ryan Reynolds looking over at me and saying, "Hey, at least we got a nice view." <laughs> yeah. and then i woke up now the nightmares that i have the nightmares i have are always driving a truck i i will be driving a truck in my dream and it's so vivid and so uh lucid that when i wake up i can't believe that i didn't crash like because i'm about to crash like or i am crashing well, and then i wake up and i'm like i'm like oh my god thank god well that's because you, the 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 um you well, from what I've studied, I've, I've read. I don't know how many books on on dream and sleep and whatnot, uh, because for years and years I didn't dream, and it was because uh, I, my my sleep schedule was so screwed up that they, you know they say everybody dreams, but I didn't remember it. I'd go months, sometimes even a year before I'd even remember. Oh, a there's dream. a lot of long times before I yeah. And uh, um, so I started looking into dreams and stuff like that. But but uh, um, I know what mine are. A lot of mine are stress dreams. Uh, whenever I worry about something, whenever something happens, I start I start really having really vivid, uh, screwed up dreams, and you know, you wake up in a panic or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it, I don't really have nightmares. Like even in my nightmares, like I said, I had the dreams where I was being chased by dolls, but somebody was sending that after me. I was in my dreams. I was even going after them. It wasn't scary. They would like come at me. I'm like, whatever you little mother. Well, I mean, you could you could you know get nightmares or or. or different for everybody is you could be the hero in a night yeah yeah and i've, I've fight, never fight it off again i do that again i've done that many times and and my nightmares or dreams yeah. or whatever you know where something really fucked up is happening and you're you, all you're trying to do is trying to fix it or trying to figure out yeah. how, to, how to how to survive it kind of a thing or whatever so oh, yeah. you know, but it's still a nightmare it's yeah. not it's not a pleasant dream no <laughs> i i've just i i've just had these ones where it's like um, my, my worst dream, the, the one that, that I, and I know is bad cause this is the most stressful stress dream is, uh, uh, I'm really paranoid about my teeth. My mom works at the dentist's office. Mm -hmm. And when you start having a dream for your teeth are falling out and I'm like, mm -hmm. and I wake up the next morning, I'm like, oh, God. I have had those exact vivid dreams where, um, in a dream, I can't remember what the dream is about, but all I remember about the dream is that. I either clench my teeth or I go to bite into something and my teeth, teeth? my teeth just, all my teeth just break. I've been, I've been living the same stress dream for, I don't know, like a decade and it feels like my hair's all falling out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. I think we're going to kind of wrap this one up. We're an hour in, okay. almost 15 minutes in. It was a Halloween party where fantasies come true. I put on Showtime makeup and did a dance or two. The boys and boos were hanging out like Vamp and Tigress too. My Showtime face was all in place then. Rock Angel, I saw you. It's Showtime, the adult Halloween makeup. Showtime is hypoallergenic, more comfortable than masks, more fun too. You know you are my fantasy, but I can't speak to you. Make up a Halloween fantasy with Showtime makeup.
For great Halloween fun, pick up some spooky decorations at Walgreens. Just $7.99 each. Scary sound-activated Halloween figures, battery-operated pirate skull, witches, skeletons, and more. Stock up on Halloween candy, too. Walgreens has a wide selection of treats and goodies of all kinds. And it's time to order your holiday photo greeting cards. Put your favorite photo on any of six beautiful designs. All orders include a free marker pen. Treat yourself to savings this week at Walgreens. Um, we would have went longer, but we had technical issues at the beginning of this episode because yeah. we were shooting a hair at the thing. Um, hopefully, we'll be back to. I still the show. got more stories. I, I got some more stories. I got some. I Can got I tell some. one more? Yeah, sure. It's not really a ghost story, but it's kind of a freaky story. I went to a military school, and uh, this military school was on. It, it was built in 1906 or 1909 or something like that. There's a lot of ghost stories that I'll tell later on, but this one story is. Uh, it was it, the whole military school was on like thousands of acres of land or whatever, mm -hmm. and I don't know how many acres, hundreds, thousands, whatever. But uh, we would always sneak out at night, and we would have we would go across this big giant field, the farmland, uh, to go to this gas station that would sell beer to anybody, mm -hmm. especially high school kids <laughs> with without an ID. This was back in the nineties, so, but. Uh, to one of our markers was this old abandoned house. Now, this was back in 1995, 1996. Blair Witch, I just looked it up because I wanted to tell the story, is Blair Witch didn't come out until 1999. Because mm -hmm. you remember that fucking house that they were in and mm -hmm. it, had, it had children's handprints hand yeah. all over? This fucking house inside had, it, it, it looked like blood. It wasn't red. It was like brown. Yeah, get that that brown, reddish brown, reddish brown. Yeah, and it was all like my hand as, as they were all smaller than my hand. It was the freakiest thing ever. And we always had stories. There's devil worshippers out there and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, and there were there were some like symbols and stuff like there's someone <clears throat> someone spray painted a cross out there and everything else. But the hands really freaky. I mean, can't believe that this old abandoned house, like going up the stairs, you got little, little <coughs> tiny hands. <laughs> see, see, uh, well, we'll, we'll get back on another episode. I'll do this because, uh, um, like I said, um, statute of limitations up, so I can tell about other breaking and entering stories. <laughs> um, I, uh, I can tell you, uh, the one night uh, we went looking for devil worshippers up north of Piqua because mm -hmm. there was the satanic church up north of Piqua that we never did find. Uh, but yeah, we got all kinds of good stories. Well, dude, I live again. I got so many stories. I lived um, less than a mile away from Lockington Dam, and you yeah, had Lockington Werewolf. Yeah, yeah, I I grew up in a house, um, probably between your house and the Lockington Dam. And that's why I think your story about the grass man being you said over by Riverside, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a hop, skip, and a jump away from freaking Lockington. Um, yeah, because you go, you would go across the river, mm -hmm. and then you'd hit uh, um, that road, and it takes you right into Lockington. Well, I think, doesn't that river? And, yeah, the river the goes right river to Lockington. Yeah, right that's the, yeah, that's right the underneath Lockington Dam, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, uh, so I just, you know, again, I just thought it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, 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 I, I've talked to, I've talked to, like I said, talked to Ken Gerhardt about this area, and this, this area is a... Just a shit ton of weird and paranormal 
and all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, you go out on, um, what, 36, you have that massacre that was out there. Never um, heard about that, what? Yeah, back in <laughs> Indians, there was a massacre out oh, there. Oh, okay, back yeah, in Indians. Okay. Back in Indians, yeah. yeah. But yeah, there, there's all kinds of creepy shit that goes on around here. And yeah, you know, being a skeptic and everything, yeah, some of it's just weird shit. And you, you get that in your head, so you start hearing yeah. the shit and whatnot, but... Yeah, there's some legit weird shit that goes on out there. You know, there's yeah, again, you know, always try to debunk it. Yeah, you yeah. know, if you're one of these people that's just like every single uh, that uh, Expedition X, that girl that's on Expedition oh. X. I mean, she is just so adamant that everything is is it's a UFO. That's a UFO. And the guy is looking like rolling his eyes, and he's like, "Yes, technically, it is an unidentified. It is an unidentified flying object, object, but, but it's it not an alien. alien. <laughs> or, 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 or you can you do know, like, like or, you can, or you can do my favorite guy, which is uh, uh, Zach Baggins. So you can sit there and you can do the. I gotta get an EVP. <laughs> I, gotta get, I gotta get an EVP here, man. Check it out. I gotta, what? <laughs> Why are you flexing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta show everybody that he works out. Just, rah, there we go. Show them the guns, man. That's which, what. Which way to the haunted house? That way. That way. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna play some volleyball after. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, what was it? My favorite thing was this one guy because I've done gay porn, and that scene in Top Gun is still gayer than anything I've ever been in. <laughs> That is the way up. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh, but all right. We're going to tie it up. We're at almost an hour 20. Actually, we'll probably edit the beginning of this. Episode. So this will be about an hour 15 and it'll be a good snippet. But as always, the, the group therapy podcast is brought to you by RU Game, the best comic book collectible store, junk store in all of Pickwell, Ohio, located right here. This is RU Game. All of this is the storage. This is not the storage. This is the gaming area. We flip this so much around, you'd see the tables where everybody can play. Uh, look at this. Look at this. We got a big play mat here. You play magic here. Um, and uh, as always, you can check me out too on my other show, which is the Saturday Morning Serial Show, where I show you the best in Saturday morning cartoons because I did show The Thing uh, uh, cartoon from Hanna-Barbera with yes. Benji Grimm. Thing rings, do your thing. <laughs> um, nice. But I did show him. I, I love Bucky O'Hare. Mm. I, I love but Bucky O'Hare is, is such an underrated uh, uh, cart comic book slash cartoon. It's a good toy line, too. Yeah, good toy line. Yeah. I, I wish I would have got them reissued figures that, uh, was it, Four Horsemen put out. I kicked myself in the ass because mm. I wasn't in toys collectible at that time. And I'm like, God damn it. All right. And um, I am Paul. I'm Mick. And we will see you again, and I will be back uh, with another episode, and we've got a ton of great guests coming, and Mick will be back for another show, so this Halloween season, we are bringing you some great guests. Um, <clears throat> we're, we've got everything from actors to comic book writers to uh, horror movie hosts to, to a wrestling promoter to just... I, I've got, I've got, I've got. Promise me one thing. When you get big enough and you have Elvira on, all right, I don't have to be your guest host. I just want to be sitting, like, yes. over there. And, okay. and, 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 and this, this <laughs> I'll is, keep quiet, I swear. Th this is, this is what's funny. Uh, I've met Cassandra Peterson. Tina and I met mm -hmm. her at Horror Hound a bunch of years back. Um, I was a little disappointed 
believe me, Cassandra Peterson, great person, lovely person. I, I'm mm -hmm. so glad I met her, but I wanted to meet Elvira. Well, see, that's where you're going to have to put in the contract when you're big enough. Be like, hey, Cassandra, I know you're you Cassandra, but I want to interview Elvira. <laughs> and see, that's what I'm going to do. You're going to have to put it that way because she, she, she literally goes by... It, Elvira is a total different entity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Cassandra Peterson is, what, 72, and Elvira is like mm -hmm. 30. <laughs> she, She's a knockout for a 72. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, literally, one of my biggest one of my biggest crushes mm -hmm. is still on Cassandra Peterson. And and it's funny because, what was it? Somebody goes, um, man, the CIA needs to hire her, her girlfriend because that woman kept a secret for that long. And they're like, what? Dude, if I was dating Elvira, I would tell everybody. I wouldn't hide that from nobody. I do want, I do want to say something about that though? Is that she's not a lesbian. She's she's fully admitted. She still likes guys. Yeah, she's she's, she's, she's bi. Yeah. So, you know, but no, but she's not fully going over to the dark side, guys. Okay. That's there's still a chance. Yeah. <laughs> and now there's a chance. No, if you're if you're watching my show, there is no chance. That you are. <laughs> Um, but no, we've got, we've got, uh, um, a guest coming up and, uh, we're going to, she's going to be interviewed in character. So cool. Ooh, that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it's funny cause as, like I said, the, the whole month of October is booked for me. Um, I, I would have shot this one earlier this month, uh, earlier this week. We're actually, this, this episode is going to be a little late. We're, we're just going to have a shorter window. Um, I had some family issues come up and that's why we, we had to shoot today instead. So yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody, we will see you later. Right. And have a good night. And as Dave Mustaine from Megadeth used to say, he goes, "We, you have been great. We have been Group Therapy Podcast. <laughs> good night.